Welcome to episode two of the podcast with Mr. Nick. How's it going over there, buddy? Fantastic. There we go. Uh, we decided to switch out uh, the whiskey for episode two. It's cons- it's <laughs> we haven't moved or anything, but we just stopped <laughs> recording for about ten minutes. So we switched out. Uh, we got the original black powder Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. There we go. Um, I don't know anything about it. I haven't even tried it yet. Did you try it, Matt? Not yet. I smelled it. it smells good. That is rough. <laughs> that is a rough whiskey. Isn't it good? Yeah. It's the best eight ninety nine I, I like ever it. spent. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's like a dagger to my heart. That's all right. I know. It burns going down. I love it. Can't have kids now, but the whiskey was worth it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sore heels in my cheek. <laughs> nope. My nose is turning red, but it's good. Um, okay. So uh, we have a special guest. Look at my mom, everybody. See her? Woo-hoo. Oh, she's running away. There's no camera on you or anything. Don't worry about she it. She runs like she can, like they can see her. <laughs> should, I, should I pan over there? If you want. She'll run. She'll run. So, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, tonight's sponsor is audible.com. Um, Audible is a music streaming, not, not music, books, a book streaming service that um, my father, we mentioned in the last podcast, they actually use. They listen to a book tape on the way out to the desert and back. So um, I guess it does serve a purpose. I use it for uh, school and it works out great. And um, yeah, so Audible is offering our listeners, that's you guys, that's you listening right now, a free audiobook of your choice. And a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash whiskeybabble and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. You guys, say it with me, Matt. It's, it's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash whiskeybabble. That's audibletrial.com slash whiskeybabble and get started today. Hooray. It's free. <laughs> For 30 days. What did you say earlier that was from wrestling? That quote that was from wrestling? What did you say? <laughs> um, God, you put me on the spot. Uh, oh, when an immovable... Oh, an, an, when an immovable force meets... Uh, or an immovable object meets... An unstoppable force. force. Whatever. Well, yeah. I, wow. yeah. I need another drink after that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You bought the whole seat, but yeah. you only need the edge. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, like I said last week, uh, we really appreciate the likes. We love it. Don't stop liking us, but also start sharing us, you guys. It's I think it's uh, two buttons. You click share, then you click I agree. So it's two clicks. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's um, pretty painless. Yeah, we have about uh, 300 listeners, which we're incredibly happy about. But if all of you share us and we get one more listener, then that's 600. Let me math yeah. that. Did I math that correctly? Yeah, those figures add up. Okay, good. Let me just double check. Carry the numerator. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, we really need that's to provide sure. education. Yeah, that's that's really paid private off. school money. Yeah. Uh, right there. Money schools. well spent there. Um. <laughs> wow, I could add a condo. <laughs> but um probably more than a condo hey you guys come on and in maui you guys you guys come on we might we might have kids listening <laughs> don't talk about condos um so yeah share us we could really use it um whiskeybabble.com um you can go there we have some great merch up we have new uh new what uh, baseball tees we've got the shot glasses we've got uh yeah, there's tons of stuff what's Nobody, a baseball tee it's like like a white enly kind of the Black, no, black Hanley's or, not the proper. Somebody's gonna rip me apart for saying Hanley. I don't know. Probably it's got like black sleeves yeah. where the shoulders are. Probably Kevin. Kevin black or, Henleys. I think black or it's red. Actually, a Henley. So, no, that's my my Kevin impression. It's yeah, actually, your voice wasn't buttery enough. 
It's actually Henley. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, <Butter>. Kevin. <laughs> um, Facebook.com slash whiskey babble. Go share us, guys. Uh, YouTube.com slash whiskey babble. And then Twitter at whiskey babble. Um, I know we didn't have video for the John, the good old Uncle John podcast. Um, Matt believes he has fixed that issue. God, I hope so. I'm really tired of problems. And why don't you give me the Reader's Digest of what that issue was real quick? So the way we used to record, I used to use my laptop to record the audio from the microphones. And... I'm not going to get into too many specifics, but the camera records audio at a faster speed than the laptop did. <sighs> See? Yeah, it's almost exactly. like listening to him talk on the last episode, yeah, right? Yeah. Same thing. So basically, <laughs> when, you go to line the, when you go to line the audio up in post with the video, it starts out fine, but as it goes, it drifts farther and farther apart, and then it's just unwatchable. Isn't like that, that whole theory, like if you set off two of the... What are those, um, those, those balls that do this? What are those called? <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I'm talking yes. about, right? Or a metronome. They did that on Mythbusters, where that if you set two metronomes at opposite eventually times, they'll, they'll sync eventually up. sync up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And they put up... It didn't It didn't pan out. They put up like 100 metronomes or something. No, it did pan out. It did work. Oh, it, it, I, mm-hmm. I thought it was... No, wasn't it not... Um, it wasn't... Uh, it was plausible, but I don't think it was... Probable? No, like because they, they do myth busted, myth confirmed, or plausible. Like it could it happen. It had to do with the table. Um because basically what it was is is it's the force of the metronome actually moving moving being oh, transferred into the table so the, the, the motion table. eventually gets itself in and then they all sync up i love mythbuster man Did you see the one with the bamboo where they torture people by putting them over <laughs> well i don't know where i got on yeah, that topic random not but, but like what but, jake's one of those guys that can talk for hours about I'm nothing, nothing. <laughs> i know <laughs> but, but no they because the, bamboo grows in like it grows like a foot a day or something like that so they torture people by putting them over like little bamboo shoots and they would just mm-hmm. grow into you they did a whole myth bunches on that that was that was confirmed i don't know why i went off on that but look a squirrel <sighs> pretty much yeah <laughs> F you guys. Episode two of the podcast starts now. You are now tuned to Whiskey Babble. And welcome back. Hi. How's it going, Dad? Good. How All are right. You? So let's get a little bit more emotion out of you this podcast. Oh my okay. gosh, what's the interview? I think that's the problem. Oh uh, really? Because I like you got the you've got Atlas shrugged out there. I felt like you're read, oh reading gosh. it to me that whole last hour. <laughs> Finish that thing. Oh my goodness gracious! What, the, what was the quote from that that book? That like the big thing. Who is John Galt? Yeah, have you ever heard that before? Who is nope. John Galt? It's like saying like what the hell's going on, right? Like yeah. who is John Galt? That's yeah. like their okay their whatever in that book. Hmm. But okay. I started that book. I read a lot, and I started that book in November. Mm-hmm. And finished it night before last. Wow. Just read a little snippets at a time. Mm-hmm. It was, I just couldn't do it. And people swear by it. They think it's the best book they've ever read. Was like, it just really dry? Just, you know, I had no suicidal thoughts the whole time I read it. It's like, I just, I just wanted <laughs> yeah. to die before I read this. <laughs> and it just didn't happen. So I finished it. Yeah. I read a lot of Paul. I read a lot of Polinick on the, um, on the honeymoon. You know, Polinick, he wrote Fight Club. Mm-hmm. But his mm-hmm. books, man, he is out there. Didn't I get you to read one? And yeah, you it's something about the lullabies or something the guy sang lullabies and oh yeah so like you know SIDS which is a horrible yeah. thing to talk about but yep. sudden infant death syndrome and um they linked it back that there was this like 
cursed book going around oh, and yeah, one yeah. of the nursery rhymes in the book was what was killing children <laughs> so yeah but, but, what kind of a warped mind right no but how like but, dean Kuntan but how would, but how would work out was that um like your you know your kid would die and so you'd give all their baby stuff away and now this book went here and now the book kept getting transferred that's how oh, like whatever but he writes about some stuff that's like he, he wrote this one book and it was um about uh well I'm going to talk about two of them real quick, but one of them was about a supermodel that her whole life was her face and she got shot in one of those like freeway shootings that were going on. So Mm -hmm. she like lost half her face and how she tried to live her life after losing her face because she was a supermodel. Right. But it's an interesting concept, right? Mm -hmm. And then one of them was about a dude that was, uh, he hijacked a plane and he was going to crash it and he was telling his whole life story into the black box recorder. And like the the book counted down, so you started at page three hundred, oh, and then page one was the plane Weird. crash. Strange, strange author, dude. Yeah. You would yeah. love Paul and Nick. I'm telling you, like I don't, I don't like that whole reading thing. I don't read too good. <laughs> You're throwing a lot of letters at me right now. Um, AudibleBooks. Hey, there it is. There you go. Hey, there you go. Audible trial. It's not that I don't like reading. It's I don't have time. <laughs> I really don't, and that's what people say. Like. I, it's really when you're working X amount of hours a day, then you got to come home, then you got to cook dinner. And the, I mean, you guys did it obviously. Cause you mom know, did it. Yeah. Mom did it. <laughs> I did all the volunteer stuff. She did the, the home stuff. Well, you know, it's funny. I was talking about, um, we were talking about work because we got a guy at my work that drives from, um, Corona, not Corona. Um, what's out there off of the 15 like where john elway john elway um that big dealer off of the 15 like fontana or mm, yeah Fon- rancho cucamonga rancho cucamonga okay. so he drives from rancho cucamonga every day yep. to orange county wow and back every night right uh-huh. and i was talking to him about it. he goes yeah man you know it's starting to wear on me and and blah 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 and i was like you know i, I think back and i was like i remember the days when because mom was working in ontario where she would leave at night I mean, in the morning, like when it was dark, six, yeah. get, six. get home when it was dark. Yeah. They make dinner. But, but we still had breakfast in the morning and we'd still have dinner. And I was like, hey, man, it takes a different breed. You know Absolutely. I mean? But it was just funny because I was talking to the guy at work and it kind of played into what we we're talking about now. Unlike my deadbeat dad, who was always home. Yeah. So that's yeah. a different story. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, real deadbeat. Yeah. Well, he worked just well, a terrible. Hell of a drug. Well, he worked, for the, <laughs> he worked for the post office, so he had a holiday once a week. Yeah. I, see so your re- I see your reference. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he had a holiday once a week, you know, two, basically. Two a week. Don't, don't mess it up. I'm it's sorry. Yeah. Twice a week. Banker's hours. Yeah. Banker's hours, big time. Um, okay, so on the last podcast, we touched on uh, mainly just your, your post office stuff. Um, so I want to go into uh, the whole, like, the Homeland Security aspect of it. Um, now, what did you do for Homeland? Or can you say? Uh, yeah, it wasn't anything secret. Yeah, it was. it's funny because there's that... When you, when I mentioned to anybody I was going to go work for Homeland Security, he's like, "Oh my gosh, Whoa. that's really good. How big's your gun?" Yeah, so, you know? so okay, yeah, that's Jake. You get to carry a gun. You get to carry a gun. So, you carry a gun. Never. Before you get into it, yeah. How many times did you tell somebody? Oh yeah, well my dad works for Homeland Security. I never said it like that. People, I just said he works for Homeland. The Homeland. Uh-huh. Yeah. I used it to try to get jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I never, I never, never worked. I never, I, I, I never used it as like a bragging point. Oh yeah, well, my dad works for Homeland. Okay. No. So, so what? I, what? I, I wish I did. Now that I think back, <laughs> yeah. I should have. I want you not mess with me, bro. My dad works for Homeland. Hey, my dad works for Homeland. You better back off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's that? You're, where are you from? What country are you from? <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. You're going yeah. back there. You're from Pakistan. Oh, okay. Let me get somebody out of here. <laughs> I, I basically did the same same thing I did with the postal service. Um, it it was different because the unions there 
were basically the union stewards were all attorneys because all of them mm-hmm. were um, not all of them, but many of them had to have degrees to hold the jobs that they had at, at Homeland. Um, I worked for uh, uh, Citizenship and Immigration. Uh, CIS. So, CIS. So it was it was different. It wasn't, you know, we're not protecting the border. We're not protecting the borders. We were actually part of the group that would encourage people to apply to come to the United States. The right way. Yeah. And right. The right way. And um, just so, like Columbus did it. Yeah. So so dealing with those guys were a lot different than, than the guys um, that were not as educated as these guys. So it was just a different forum. No, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to no, finish your thought. It was no, just it's a gone now. His thought's gone. gone. Oh, Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, because weren't you telling me, too, like you had to deal with um, like the people that interview for citizenship and they have to sit there and like basically decide if the person's lying or not, right, about getting their citizenship. Like, oh, yeah, that's shit. There, there's like a, a, um, an, a, a political asylum or religious asylum and they come through and they have to, they have to be interviewed to determine... Mm-hmm. You know why? Why do you want to come to the United States? Why do we? Why should we let you come here over over and above someone else that's applied? And if you have whatever reason might be political or your a uh, lot a lot of countries would be uh, religion. Right. Uh, some countries would be if you're if you're gay that you were persecuted. Mm-hmm. Um, if Not you, anymore. If you were if you were um, a dark skinned black versus a light skinned black. If you were from uh, different countries uh, like. Uh, uh, the Ukraine versus Russia, you know. So there's all kinds of t- different categories right. of people that would be um, interviewed to come into the United States, or like, uh, like let's say Iran and Iraq, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They, they get in a war, let's say, and so then the Iranian people are being abused, and so they'll come and ask for asylum, and the United States will take some of them in, you know, based on whatever. Hmm. Amount of, I don't know all the. the did, did, no, but the but my point being was that the attorneys we dealt with were the union stewards. It wasn't like me, the letter carrier, Nick, being a stewardess, you know, guy that has a I did a not know that yeah. the, that uh, Homeland was union. Um, I had no clue. It's not all union, but it's it's got some... I didn't union. know that there was a union involved. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's the... Um, I learned something today. That's the whole point of this podcast. See, if Matt can learn one thing... That's right. The American <laughs> Federation of Government Employees, the, the AFGE. Huh. There you go. Cool. Yep. Done deal. Yep. What, um... But what I, what I was really trying to get at was what's, what is that, um, like, was that a mentally hard job to do to have to sit there and go, no, you can't come in this country. Well, I, I didn't have that job. That was, Uh, that was the, the, one of my customers that was, I had the asylum as one of my offices and, um, I asked to sit in on one of those interviews and I've got to listen, you know, to part of them, Mm -hmm. uh, interviewing. So it was, it was interesting. It's, uh, is it hard to listen to? I mean, it's hard to listen to because a lot of times, um, it's, it has to do with, um, in certain countries and I'm not going to name the countries, but certain countries, like you can only have one child and if you have a second child, then they have forced abortions. And then if they don't have the forced abortion and you run away, then they find you, then they bring you back and it just, just stuff. Right, just, just horrible, horrible human, things, human yeah. things that they do to people, and um, you have to make this determination. The problem is that everybody has the same story because you know if it's a political thing. Because once somebody hears that one thing works, everybody's going to say that right. same and that, exact and that thing, word, and that word spreads. That's the problem. So, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I was listening to an interesting theory about some of like the the backward stuff that's going on. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, America has its own follies. Canada has its own follies. Mexico has its own follies. Europe has, you know, whatever you want to say. Everybody's got their own, whatever. But, you know, 
I'm not that I'm trying to generalize here, but from what we're fed in the media, the Middle East has a lot of really backward stuff going on. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not saying that that's my view. I'm just saying what we're fed in the media. There's a lot of backward stuff going on over there. And I heard a really interesting concept that um, that stated that you know nations as they mature, which the Middle East is a lot older than the U.S., but just now where we're going now with the world and how everybody's kind of moving moving towards a more progressive aspect of uh-huh. living um this new world you know it's either get in or you know get out with what's going on with where the world's going so you got some countries like russia where you know putin's like you can't even teach kids about the homosexuality like they don't even know it exists it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a it's a law you cannot teach kids about being gay or anything like that um but it was really interesting that and, it, and he said that basically um all of these growing and developing countries are go through a dark age like a dark time mm-hmm. america went through our dark age you know what i mean when you look at um slavery not just no because i don't want to get on slavery because there's so much to talk about with slavery yeah but i'm still saying, a dark time yeah but dealing I'm, with the indians wiping the indians out that's, yeah we're, we did right. you know, really shitty stuff mm-hmm. like that and then the racism and everything and we're just kind of now coming into a full circle culture right if that makes sense we're kind mm-hmm. of everything's kind of okay but now we're getting to the point to where do we draw the line with what's you know whatever um and he just said yeah middle east the middle east is just in their dark time right now he goes they're figuring it out and they're gonna have to come through their dark time in order to get into the 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 you know but i think they mo- cycle they're so old i think they cycle that two or three right, times yeah, now and throughout probably, history well i mean i don't know if i talked about an episode before but i was talking about brian stan the all-american he's a ufc fighter and he's also um i want to say he was a lieutenant in the marines um i should fact check that before i start talking about it but um fox news fact checker did he play fox. for the toronto blue jays uh no he did not actually okay. yeah. that was that was Pujols. holes um he's coming into his own man he's he's not doing he's not doing too bad yep um i fight champion former heavyweight champion let me see here don't do that Oh, really? Yeah. Don't click your... Li- yeah. Yeah, it's really loud. Really? Yeah, it peaks the audio out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> United States... So, he... W- oh, he's a captain in the Marines. Okay. So, he was a captain in the Marines. But um, he- he'd done quite a few tours, and then he he got out of the Marines, and um, he decided to be an ultimate fighter, and he actually fought for the championship. The dude was a... He was a boss... But um, he was talking about... He was a what? A boss. Oh. But he was talking about... I said a bust. No. <laughs> bust. But he talked about going what to... What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> talking about bust. He talked about one of his tours in the Middle East, and he, and he said, it's almost scary the hatred they have for America. I know. He was like, it's not... He goes, you've never in your life, living in America for 50 years, he goes, you have never seen the hatred that these kids have for americans just because what? we're americans Is just because just we're because americans. we are who we are they, it, well it all, it I, mean, all really, I know there's a lot of bad i i think and i'm just that we do to other countries the, the, but i mean this is all just conjecture but i i think of that Good word you like wow, that conjecture but i think it relates back to like the sense that based on their religion we're all like gluttons we're right. all fiends because I mean, look at what they just legalized homosexuality, the marriage, right? Right. So to them, that's just a big no-no. 
they hate us for that. They hate us for, you know, all of that stuff. And that's just, and then when you're, they're born from the second they're born, it's just, you know, pound in the right. religion aspect of it and hate America. So anyways, and like I said, none of this is my own personal belief. This is just a talking point. But Brian Stan was talking about it and he goes, you've never seen a hatred like you've seen from mm-hmm. people in the Middle East. And then you see these articles about what people actually go through over there. And like, I saw this whole article about uh, like the, uh, the abuse of women over there and how yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Like mm-hmm. they throw acid on them and shit. Yeah. It blew me away. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. She, her husband cheated on her and because she wasn't whatever enough for her husband to cheat that he had to cheat on her. She was punished. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And gets acid thrown on her or whatever. But so, we're the monsters. Yeah. But relating back to what you're saying. So do you, did you see a lot of stuff like that coming th- or, or know of a lot of stuff like that coming through when you were in? It was whatever country, whatever the hot bucket was. Whatever right the hot bucket was. Yeah. Wherever, it's usually war zones. It's like Russia taking over the Ukraine. You guys yeah. had a lot of Ukrainians. And- I'm, I was gone by then from from homeland when that happened oh, yeah, but i'm sure, sure that there were ukrainians that were that were oh, yeah. in the united states or wherever there's a war where there's a conflict and somebody's getting abused um one country's taken over another uh you're always going to have refugees that want to come into the united states because it's you know it's the land of milk and honey you know, exactly yeah so everybody wants yeah, to we just did a whole episode last time about how i thought yeah. the american dream was a joke but that's you a know, different you talk, story you talk about the middle east and i think it's ingrained in them from the from the time like you say from the time they're born and i you know i read a book and once again i don't believe in the beliefs of this but it was a book by john grisham called the chamber and it was like as an old redneck guy from the south that wound up killing two uh two african-american kids uh-huh. i think that's the story and he wound up in the gas chamber and how he he finally told a story to this nun and he explained how uh he his, his mom and dad talked like that and everything was you know blacks this and blacks that and negative 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 by the end of the book you felt sorry for the guy yeah. i mean yeah. he killed these kids but you thought man that guy didn't have a chance from the, the minute he woke nope. up Not that's exactly what the middle east is or any country mm-hmm. that has discriminatory beliefs towards a, a sect or a religion or a you know a group of people it's just it, well yeah i had inbred in them they for just, for my for my class that I'm in right now, a criminology class, uh, the first week we had to watch it, it was like an eight minute video and it was like an ABC short or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was about these two little girls, one was nine and one was seven. And they would, they like saying it like white pride rallies and stuff like that. And then like the interviewer sat down with them and was like, you know, what do you think about, you know, this? Well, you know, the, whatever stereotype you could think of, oh, they're lazy, they're whatever, you know, just whatever bad stereotype you could mm-hmm. think of. And they're like, how do you even know what that means? You know what I mean? Like, Six, right. You're a seven-year-old girl. How do you even know what any of that means? You know, and it's, I don't like any color, but white. You know, they were like these little Southern girls. And then it was this whole thing about can, can, is racism ingrained and blah, 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 or is it taught? And I was like, I, well, I fully believe it's taught. Absolutely, it's taught. It, it, can't, it can't not be taught. You're not born with that. Yeah. No, no, no. But yeah. it was just interesting. You know what I mean? I mean, now, but like anything in this world, I do think that certain aspects can be genetically ingrained. I, I think, but, but in very rare, low, low, low numbers. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that. Maybe. I'm, I'm just saying that anything's possible with genetic makeup some people can be born like i i'm pretty sure racism though is definitely a well not i don't say learn i'm not saying like that i'm not saying like that i'm not saying like you're you're born to to you know say whatever i'm saying you're born in the sense that there's this innate urge or for or whatever to not like someone because culturally you know like 
naturally that person's a hunter gatherer. You see by their build or something like that, that you've got this natural urge to not like that person because they can fend for themselves more. It's like a nature deal. Okay. Do you kind of get what I'm saying? That's a different subject, but yeah. Your, your face is a different subject to my ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, whatever. So something else I wanted to talk to oh, you about. Why'd you say that yes. on the other ass. side of the table? <laughs> um, what, uh, no, what I really butt. wanted to talk about oh. um, and, and, you know, hear your opinion on it because I haven't talked to you about it yet. Yeah, but that whole, um, the only, and only because I know like you looked up to light him. a candle, babe. Cause this is going to get bad. Something's no, going to happen. No, no, no. Because I know you looked up to him, but the whole Bruce Jenner thing, mm. because I know you looked up to him as an athlete. What is, what is it? What is an adult? Because I never lived through it. I never got to see this alpha male kick ass in the Olympics and then live his life after. Um, what, what is, what is it? Somebody that you, who I know loves sports. My dad is the only person I know that every night watches the Olympics for fun when it's on. Like he'll sit there and just watch the Olympics, dude. Win summer, winter, who gives a shit? And every single t- watch it's only the every Olympics. four years, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's only okay. on for three weeks. I'm like, you know, when's <laughs> when's whatever sport on? I'll watch that, but whatever. Well, I mean, that's like a, when Shark Week is on next week. By the way, I never watched Shark Week. You what? Never been a never. never I never got into it like some people. Oh man, should I? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Gonna get on Shark Week, guys. I think that's like a like a coming of age kind of thing for a man is watching Shark Week. <sighs> Come on, Jake. I've never watched. I just never had the urge to watch Shark Week. I don't know. I'll watch all the Mythbusters about sharks. I'll watch those, but I won't watch like... Nobody's perfect, I guess. I guess not. <laughs> I come pretty damn close, though. So, what? Is, I mean, what is, What was your reaction? And, and as somebody... And, and the only reason I'm asking you is because this is somebody that's ingrained as like, um, this was, you know, the American. You looked up to him. I mean, this was the 70s, so you were a yeah. teenager. Mm-hmm. This guy was this guy was the superstar, the... The decathlete. You saw people, you saw all this on the sure. t- 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 Wheaties mm-hmm. boxes and you had the action figures or whatever. So what was it like? I mean, did you, did you have any reaction or did you just think whatever? Well, <laughs> I had no reaction really. I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's disappointing because you, you imagine this guy as being the studly guy and, and, and uh, sleeping with 10 women a night. Yeah. And I being mean, this, right. you know, not, not that it makes him a superstar, but yeah, well, the, the man's man, to ignorant like the people man's it does. Man. and uh, it, it's, I thought it was disappointing as, as him being an idol to look at him and he's changed, you know, his life dramatically. And that's, but that's up to him. I mean, it's right. I, I don't care. I mean, it's, it's up to him. He can do what he wants. It's his life. Well, I'm, not, I'm not asking you to break down his choice. I was just asking what you felt seeing. I was like. disappointed because like you say, I thought he was the man's man. It would be like, you know, uh, you find out Sandy Colfax is going to go have a sex change. Well, you know, Sandy Colfax, I mean, he's a pitcher, yeah. another guy, you know? And, but, that's that's Pete him. Really? It still doesn't take away the fact that Bruce Jenner did. Uh, he still did the things still he did. did. did you, still yeah. Did you see that they tried? Like. They they started a petition to take away his medals. Yeah, they can't. What? That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. And then they were like, because they were saying like, if well, if he thought he was a woman, well, here here was the argument, and here was like the the backup to that argument. So the argument was. He shouldn't have been able to compete in a male event if he thought he was a female. Why? He has male anatomy. But but the response was, okay, so what does that say about the Olympics if a female went in there and kicked the shit out of everybody and won the decathlon? And yeah. It was like, yeah. Everybody was kind of like, oh, <laughs> wait, my argument's really flawed. Well, it's like <laughs> that thing that Joe Rogan touches on all the time, the, the guy that... Uh, some fighter had a sex change and then started fighting in the women's division yeah, I think and beat that's the crap problem. out of like a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, okay. Technically, you're a woman, but you still have, you know, men's muscles and men's. See, one yeah. of the things yeah. I, I think I'd have a problem with that. See, one of the things I love about Rogan is that 
because he's got so much power behind his podcast and like that he can literally say whatever the hell he wants yeah and and that, and that's why i love it when he's like no you're a dude <laughs> like that's, that's but that's exactly how he says it. he's like you're a dude and you're fighting women like i don't care if they took your junk off you still have the muscles you still yeah. have that pumping the through muscles you. and the shoulders that everything doesn't like, go away like you're, you're built to hurt and you're and you're beating women like, especially I, because he was trained too i mean yeah. he was a fighter as a man and then you know the thing it's you dangerous. asked me if I had any any thought on Jenner. I guess the thing that bothered me was why do I need to know that? Yeah, who gives a shit? Why do I need to know that exactly? That who he's gives a have shit? A, you know, surgery. that's what I, bothers me the most. I don't, I don't care that he did it. Go go do it. Just live your life. Go I don't do what you want to do. But well, that's the whole thing about look. I, I've had multiple conversations with my wife, and I'm like, why the f do the Kardashians exist? Like, why do I... It's a waste of air. Why am I plastered on every single media because. outlet? And she goes, because they're famous for being famous. And I'm like, I know that's what's wrong. Paris it's, it's another so, waste of... It's well, because we're so desensitized to stuff. It's just It's like, so frustrating ooh. to me, dude. It's yeah. so frustrating. Shiny object. Shiny object. To, like, object. to walk Shiny by object. and go like, who cares? <laughs> like, if, if you go... And, and that's what... That was the whole... I, I saw another article that was like, oh, and it had like... It had Caitlyn Jenner now. It had mm. Caitlyn Jenner, Jenner's face. And it said, oh, gay marriage is illegal now? Well, I guess I'll go back to being the man. This isn't the hot button anymore. <laughs> like, it was this whole kind of big, like, you know, whatever. But um, there's also the picture of Caitlyn Jenner. And it said that awkward moment when you look more beautiful than your ex-wife. And they had a picture of Chris Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Because I'm not going to lie. I've seen the pictures. I'm like, it's not a bad looking person right there. That, <laughs> like, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm just, I'm just yeah, saying. I just don't need to know. That's, yeah. that's the whole thing. And, um, but that's true too but I was listening to one podcast and they talked about that and they were like yeah so Bruce Jenner comes out whoop de doo like who gives a shit you want to be a woman that's great I don't care do it and who it cares like, and then it's like does anybody not remember that this dude crashed into somebody three months ago and, and killed someone yeah, yeah. and like and because no, he was texting because he was texting and nobody's bringing that, that up that, yeah that, that he had his head down and he was texting somebody well first they thought he was smoking but no, I'm saying that's that was the first thing mm -hmm. that he was smoking and that distracted him and then it turns out it was texting. But but yeah, and somebody was like No legal repercussions. None like, yeah. none. Decided to get a sex change and all that went away. Yeah. Like it just that, like, that somebody that the died focus. because of your actions. Yep. And that's what I remember this And they touched on it that's for the media. one day. Yeah. Yep. It was on it was on yeah. And that's and they can manipulate it, dude. They can where yeah. so many of us are sheep. If you would have came out of that car dressed as a woman they would have spent more time on the fact Absolutely. she was a woman than this this woman. Oh, died, a thousand right? percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. It's media insane. once again as we go back to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we went on that last week. Yeah. Heavy into the media. I hate. I just you got to do your own research, people. Oh, if you're yeah. listening to this podcast right now and you watch the news, please do not believe it. Like, please <laughs> no. do your own research. Go to Take Reuters. Take a grain of salt. Go to Reuters. Go to Associated Press. Like, go somewhere and get the real story before you. Not Fox News. Not not Fox News. Not any news. Not any of them. Not yeah. CNN. Yeah. Any bit one way or the other. Huffington Post, maybe. Yeah. Huffington Post is borderline, dude. I was reading a whole article about um, comedians on Huffington Post and how, like, it's basically taking away the comedian's voice hmm. because they were talking about um, Amy Schumer because uh -huh. and she's very graphic and she's very you know she's hilarious by the way cursing and she, and she says a bunch of racist stuff sometimes and she was like if you can't make fun of it. Then, then what the hell's the point of it? Right. Like, did you ever see, um, what's his name? Um, Louis, Louis, Louis CK mm -hmm. when his, his N word a bit, mm -mm, no. he, wa he walks out on stage and he goes, 
uh, yeah, you know, I was I was watching TV and yeah, and you know, and he says the N word, <laughs> this white Irish guy, and he says, you know, and he goes, but you know what, really, and this is a the really good way I thought about it. He goes, I was watching the news, and the news said, yeah, and then you know he used the N word, and he goes, no, he goes, you just made me think of the word. <laughs> and you made me and you really made me focus on that word more just say the word he goes by you saying the n-word you're putting emphasis on it being bad right. and, and you're putting it in my mind that it's bad and now i'm thinking about it being bad well it's still pretty bad but but, but yes but louis ck's whole argument was it's about how you're using it he used it casually in his 10 minute bit like seven or eight times and he had no repercussions you know why because he wasn't using it to be racist. He wasn't using it to break anybody down. He was using it as an explanation of hmm. what the word was about. Look up the bit when you okay. get home. And Chris Rock did a bit about it too. And he goes, the only reason this the N-word is bad is because, you know, we're using it bad. He goes, if you want to take away the power of the word. And anyways, but I don't even know how he got on this tangent. Yeah, but I and right. I don't know what we did. Welcome to Whiskey Babble, everybody. Uh, tonight's episode is... Black powder. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so you worked in... And now, did you... Now, what did ICE do? Did you work with them at all? Immigration... I, they're I, Immigration and Custom Enforcement, right? Yes. They were like the ones that would go, you know, yeah. kick down the doors and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Because weren't you, weren't you involved when there was that shooting in Long Beach? Mm-mm. Where no. the, the two ICE people went no. at it? No. No. Oh. The, um, the old immigrations department got changed during a uh, homeland it kind of broke into three areas uh one was uscis which was the citizenship and immigration where i worked at where mm-hmm. it was like hey, that's border patrol right no okay. that's welcome to america come on in we'll take you you know and um then you had the ice ice would the ones that shouldn't be here they deported them right and then you had the border customs and border protection which would check the the borders and the docks and the air, airports so Immigration changed into three different categories. So that's that's what the difference being. I guess that was gonna be my question. What was it like before Homeland? Because Homeland was implemented after nine eleven, right? Yes. yes. That's when we came out with the Patriot Act and all right. that other stuff. Yep. So what was it before? I mean, if they needed all of this now after, if they needed to to create all these what what the hell were we doing before? You got me. I was I was they didn't make you like take a history well, I mean, course? What all, the hell? It was all still there, but it was, it was right. I think they put it over one umbrella. Yeah. You know, because underneath Homeland now is like the Coast Guard, Secret Service, um, ICE, like you said, um, and a bunch of different different organizations. FEMA is under Homeland. So I think they had had an umbrella. That they just, are you laughing at FEMA? Yeah. 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 Have a trailer. But anyway, so, so they made it all. This guy one, goes out there and builds it with his own hands. One, and with then, one okay. director, you know, one director versus a split up in a bunch of different agencies. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, all, all I did was make more layers of management. I mean, to get anything done in a labor's, labor standpoint was it took forever. I mean, it would, it was like paralysis by analysis. I had to write a paper yeah. on bureaucracy and yeah. it really opened my eyes like how bullshit it is. We had to make this... Great uh, people though. Great people I worked with but it was... We had to well, make sure. it slow. But government bureaucracy. <laughs> we basically had to make like political cartoons for one of my classes about mm-hmm. to like describe bureaucracy like if i were to put this in the paper could the average joe understand this so my cartoon was like a guy asking his boss and he's like hey boss like i need some more pens and then the boss was like okay well here's your t84 form and here's your 639 form and here's your whatever form you laugh that's, that's i know true. That's and it's like now true. fill out these three forms and then submit them in one to two weeks you'll have your new pen and like that was my that was my cartoon you know whatever <laughs> yeah. but it really is that's, that's what my, my brother-in-law worked for the post worked for the postal service he's retired and he said one time he's gonna throw away all this crap 
map that was in a room and he goes can I throw all this shit away it's been here since like the 1960s and his boss goes yeah just make a copy of it before you do <laughs> and, you know it's a joke but it was like yeah it's kind of how it is you know <laughs> throw it all away and we laughed is, is there um is there what what happens to like undeliverable mail or something like that does it go into a room that like well there's there's two kinds there's there's thank you for pointing at that mike i appreciate that mm-hmm. um there's 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 two kinds there's there's stuff that's first class or second class that either gets forwarded on to somebody else if it's got no return address or the you know the, the mail is just completely undeliverable they have a dead letter office and i think it's in chicago or excuse me in san francisco mm-hmm. or san bruno somewhere up there and what they'll do is they'll take that item whatever it is open it up um, and I kind of lied because I said that postal inspectors were the only ones able to open mail. I think the the dead letter office can too. Son of a bitch. To, yeah, I know. I lied. But to try to find something in there that might say, you know, uh, love, uh, you know, Jake Barson. Oh, yeah. Okay, then they can maybe trace it and find out who right. the owner of this package is. But stuff that's like, um, let's say that somebody ships a stereo to somebody and they don't have a return address and it can't, they'll donate a lot of times to charities. Okay. Oh, so, so that, that was good. interesting. Yeah. And that's not, break, that's not breaking any laws? That's not I breaking mean, any laws because they've tried every avenue to do it and rather than just throwing it away they'll they'll donate it what about money and stuff um, money they just throw into they deposit it into the postal fund you know just the postal sometimes they might do charity stuff too I think like um, a combined federal campaign or whatever um, you may you may not know this but what like is there a dollar amount to how much money is goes uncollected from the post office every year yeah I, I don't know that but there's always you always hmm. find mail on the bottom a lot. of the machines I'm sure yeah you, like there's a canceling machine right so the letters go through and just go thousands a second you know going through this machine and thousands uh, a second yeah there's there's it moves it moves and you see mail open torn with money laying on the on the ground all the time so they always gather that up and put it in a box and you know every post office doing that there's got to be thousands so if you're sending so if you're sending a letter out and it's clearly addressed to you from me and it gets ripped open in that machine and my hundred dollars falls out will you guys take that ripped letter rewrite a new letter put it back in and resend it out to the recipient or well, if your hundred dollars is gone, and you can't figure out it came from from Uncle Jake to. Let's just say no. I'm saying that the letter's ripped, and you can clearly see there's a hundred dollars in there. They'll they'll tape it up, and they'll stamp it with a you know a just damage during handling or damage during processing. Mm-hmm. They'll put it in a plastic bag, and readdress it, or you can see the address through the bag. Depends with a little explanation. Your piece of mail was damaged, and you know the service, whatever, and then they'll send it on to where it's supposed to go. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What about now, the, the other stuff would be like your the we we're talking about the bulk business mail, the junk mail. Right. That stuff, if it has no return address and it haven't paid this certain amount of money, X amount of fees for, you know, to get returned or get forwarded, they'll just dump it. So the letter carriers put it off to the side, everything that's undeliverable, that's that's waste, they call it waste mail, and then a clerk comes by and verifies each piece of mail that it's no first class mail in there. And then once they do that, then they take it out and then they well, can I got to treat them like second wow. and third class. Why can't everybody be first class? <laughs> this is America. You got to pay money to be first class. <laughs> there it is. Exactly. This is America. <laughs> yeah, good point. Huh? Now, Damn it. <laughs> and re- recently, I think they've also, because this was always a bone, uh, bone of contention with me is I always wanted to recycle that stuff. And they kept saying we can't do it because somebody paid to have that delivered. I said, yeah, but it's in the trash can. Yeah. Once, once we throw it in the trash can, it's not Can't you deliverable. just put it instead of the trash into so the think, recycling? I think they're starting to do that now. They're doing and a recycling program. Talking about, you know, shit that's, great. shit that's not innate, stuff that's learned. I get so much shit from my wife because I want to recycle all the time and I collect my change to roll up yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. And I got this guy over here. Why can't we just recycle all that? We, we took a family trip to Romania and this dude's first thought was, 
you know, somebody needs to come over here and open a recycling plant. That that'd be that'd be where like, like, we we <laughs> land in a bottles everywhere. Right? Everywhere, yeah. it's like, like a dump <laughs> on the side of the road. It looks like shit. Beautiful, beautiful mountains, gorgeous uh, yeah. scenery, and it's like a trash heap right yeah. there. And then like he says to my mom, and I say to her, I throw away a can. Like that's a nickel. Would you throw away a nickel? And you know, yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell Laura all the time, I'm like, that's a dime. And she goes, so? And I'm like, ten dimes, you get a dollar. Ten dollars, you get ten dollars. You know? I want to I be throw nickels away rich. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I got to create to be that rich? <laughs> uh, okay, so you went into, so then we did a Homeland. And now um, you work in the, the private sector. Was that, uh, was that a tough change going from public to private um it was different for those of you that don't know public sector is government jobs private sector is non-government yeah non-government yeah, non, non, non job any non-government job so well you i went from a to give you the story i retired from the job i was at that's what i wanted the story let's talk so all right <laughs> let's talk so i yeah so I, re- I did that yeah i retired from thanks the dad yeah <laughs> content <laughs> yep and, and so i decided uh, i had an old boss from the post office called me and let me know there was a job open at one of these at a uh, company outside the postal service and outside of homeland so i applied for it fortunately i got the job the thing that's interesting about it or different is you're at will I mean, I can go in tomorrow and they go, here's your box, load up your crap, yep. you're gone, you got 10 minutes to clean out your stuff. It's like, huh? And I'm so used to last chance and a last chance and one more last chance. Here's your seven day, here's your 14 yeah, day, here's your here's your day. And not, you know, here's your thing, goodbye, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, where I'm at, it's a, it's a utility company and it's, it's, it's pretty big. And um, the union guys, we were talking about unions earlier, these guys are, they, they don't put up with stuff from their their constituents right. you know these guys make great money they have uh they're they're badass guys these kind especially the ones that the linemen the ones climbing the poles and stuff that they have a hard hard job it's dangerous and, and it's dangerous very and dangerous. So dangerous they're not going to have some flake they're not going to support some flake if he's doing something continually unsafe yep. they're going to let him get fired they don't blow him I, out as we yeah, say i want in some my of the guy i want some guy to be safe on, up on that pole and i'm not going to have this guy be a detriment to him so you see a different look it's not fight the company to your to the death it's let's look at this logically and you've been warned you've been trained and you didn't succeed so see you later right you don't have a problem doing that um pound sand it's a good job it's a it's a it's a great company um these guys are hard hard workers it's uh something you see especially with that will not these guys are unionized but even the managers you see them working hard because they can be let go at any moment. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of interesting. Now, what um, what kind of problems do you see uh, from like an employee standpoint standpoint in the uh, in the private sector compared to the public sector? Like, do you see the same type of complaints and the same type of injuries and the same type, or is it different? Because when you're coming from the public sense, uh, sector, you know, like you said, there's 32 warnings before the person's fired, right. but here. You know what I mean? So do you see less? Do you see more? Do you see? I, I see less discipline, disciplinary action for employees. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and less, less everything. I mean, less grievance complaints. I mean, when you're making 40 or 50 bucks an hour to do whatever job you're doing versus making 22 bucks an hour, you're a lot happier at the $55 or $50 job, yeah. dollar an hour job, right? Mm-hmm. So the complaints aren't there. And, and they know there's 100 guys waiting for your job. Yep, and big so line. There's we a big know line, one. <laughs> especially in the management ranks, because those, like I said, those guys are at will. I, you know, 
I'm not going to complain. I'm happy. It, they get paid well. Uh, they're successful. They're they're uh, they're just hardworking guys, and, mm-hmm. and they deserve what they've earned. And um, I don't see the complaints. You don't see the progressive issues with attendance because when you miss a work, that's true. You, you get fired after three days, missing three days. You know what I mean? Well, well that's an example. The yeah, time I mean, you see like a they'll post, blow you out. The, get out. At the post office is at extremes, right? But you'll see 30, 40 absences, and then you finally get an action taken against 30, 40 absences. Another <laughs> here, you have three or four, and it's like, wait a minute, dude, you're you're starting you're to be borderline, off. yeah, because they've got during a windstorm or during an earthquake or during whatever, they need somebody on those poles. They don't need a bunch of people calling in sick, and those guys know it. And they take pride in their job, mm-hmm. and they're excited about going to work, and they make a ton of money. Yeah. So they want to be at work. So they're not going to call in sick to get paid 50 bucks an hour when they go work an overtime day and get paid, you know, 90 bucks an hour, whatever. I mean, I'm making those numbers up, but, you know, yeah. they want to go out and they want to be there and they want to be with their people and they want the power to stay on in, in the areas that they work. You know, they, they have this dedication to the, to the, the customer, which now, is awesome. Now, are these guys, um, are, they, are they salary or are they hourly? Uh, major the majority of the union ones are hourly. So I think they're all hourly. What happens if there's no windstorms or anything that's going to damage power? Are they sitting at home? No, they're not sitting at home. They, they have they they usually work um, a minimum of forty hours, or if they do like, um, for, you know, I think they can work three twelves or four tens. Depends on which job they're in, um, and then they can have the option of working overtime. So what they're doing now is they'll have. Um, all these old poles that have been around in the ground since you know 1920, they need to replace those. And they have a whole crew that goes out and drills those out to see if they're hollow, if they've rotted or whatever. And then they start to replace all these different poles. Mm-hmm. So preventative have, maintenance. Right, yeah. Preventative maintenance. And they'll do that when there's no storms, nothing big going on. Right. They can go out and have time to do that. But once a big event happens, like a fire or a windstorm, they'll stop the preventative stuff and go in and, and work on the stuff to repair work. Right. Car hit car hits pole. You guys were talking about that earlier about maybe that was John. That was John's podcast saying about some guy hitting a pole. Wow. That somebody listens. We have a listener. That on. Happens all, We've had guests that don't listen. That has, that has <laughs> John, was the John was one of them. John was one of them. But um, that's, so that's the big, other 12 that's big dollars. I mean, to, to yeah, fix that and absolutely. to get, get called out at midnight to go work at double, you're getting double time. Shoot. Yeah. I'll go in. You know? Why not? So I'm not doing anything. Yeah, just sitting around, guys, so, sleeping. So the difference being is, I think they get paid better, they get paid more, and they have a sense of camaraderie because right. each day their life is in somebody else's hands and yeah. their own hands. It's well, a dangerous job. Yeah, and and like you said, not not to knock postal carriers. No, no, absolutely not. That's all I'm trying to do. Right. But you walk around and you put letters in boxes. You know, when you're standing 60 feet above the ground dealing with something that can vaporize I mean, you're dealing you. with dogs and you can get in a car accident and that kind of thing. But these guys, every day they're an inch away or, you know, two inches away from, from certain death. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or, you know, for some, some serious, severe injuries. In fact, I every time there's a, an accident or some kind of an incident, I usually forward it to my wife. And say, look, here's another one. I mean, people get hurt all the time. I was just going to ask you that. What is the what is the ratio like of injuries? I mean, what? It, it's it's not. I, I don't know the the, the exact um, how many people per capita. I don't I don't know how that works. But um, there's there's a lot. I'm serious. I, I mean, it's not like you're going to go like this and get cut. You're going to go like that and get zapped and burn your hand and need surgery. Um, we have a wall. It's it's a big, huge poster in every facility you go in that talks about in memoriam, in memorial, of, you know, in memory of wow. these people. And there's probably 50, 60 people on that thing, you know? Oh, it's going to be a great day today. And I, oh, yeah. The in memoriam list has five new names on it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not, it's not that bad. But I mean, there's, I think we've, they've lost one or two people in the last year or so. Mm. 
you know, a lot of burns, a lot of falls. You know, you fall from a bucket up there trying to work on a thing, you fall out of the bucket, that's 20, 20 feet, you're going to get hurt. Yeah, it's not so going to tickle. Right. So it's not a little cut or a little wound. It's not you're tripping. It's going to be some serious stuff. By the way, he works for an electrical company. In case anybody's hasn't, <laughs> yeah. hasn't deducted I, that I see, one yet, I see utilities, but, but utility yeah. company, well, whatever, same thing, same about thing, high lines, and yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> like getting it's electrocuted, I love. It's, it's, you know. I mean, you put one and one together. Yeah, you're bound to get three. Yeah. Okay, at some point, <laughs> <Only> some point. <laughs> only, oh, yeah, only in Texas. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, a great job, a great company. I'm really uh, my my boss told you me to, you have to sell us on the company, no, bro. We're no, just my boss to said to me, he goes, "This will be the best job you ever had." And I go, "Nah." And he goes, "Oh, it will be." And it, it really, it really is cool. Banker, a, bankers hours. Uh, I mean, stop. it's. Mm-hmm. I got a buddy that works for the company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty happy. You mentioned that a schoolmate, right? Mm-hmm. A fellow school lad. Well, well, Isn't that someone that works with an old schoolmate back from the day? Not give, me, give me his uh, name afterward. I okay. Yeah, have sure. to say, do you know this guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cheerio, an old mate back from the old days. <laughs> the polo fields, I remember him. We used to pop around together. We used to pop around together. Some bangers and mash, hello. Oh, my God. Bangers and mash. <laughs> this yeah. is a new low. Shepherd's pie. Yeah. <laughs> What did I say that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what prompted that? <laughs> An old schoolmate of yours, right? Yeah, that, that drove the, the, the conversation. <laughs> Too funny, man. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, my goodness. Is that the cat? Oh, no, that's my wife back that's there. That's your wife laughing, man. Yeah. Should we pan the camera over? Yeah, get her. <laughs> um. <laughs> She's laughing. She can't believe she birthed you. That's the thing. Hey. Yeah. A lot of women create a lot of lot of people in general. (laughs) Yeah, you did that. Look, I'm gonna say it right here. Uh oh. People have created many beautiful things in life. Yeah. And Jake is not one of them. Michelangelo. You know, Michelangelo, he did a lot of great Leonardo, um, Rembrandt. Picasso. And then uh and then (laughs) true story, by the way. Patty Barton created me. Well that they did they talk about that on Kevin and Bean. It happened at your work. He has a Picasso story from work. (laughs) Tell it. I can't tell you which which job or which, no problem. Just yeah. tell the story. But uh, they would go into the men's restroom and they would see feces smeared on the wall. You know, was it like drawn or was no, it? Just, it was, you know, circles uh, and lines. Like every day, some like toddler went in there. Like, with, I, have a, I have a story. So, what kind of an animal would go in there and do that day yeah. after day after day? Yeah. And finally, they set them up where they they had somebody watching the door the whole time. And each time somebody would come in and out, somebody else would go in. Someone they go finally check. nailed them. And they, they called them Pucasso. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> and they got, he got fired nonetheless. But uh, it's like, That's why hilarious. would you do that? He goes, I don't know. Like, what is it? Seemed like a good idea. A moron. So he's out a, a good job. and Because he's pooping on the walls. There we go. Don't poop yeah. on the walls, kids. Nope. That's crappy. Well, yeah, story, I worked it. at a uh, grocery store in high school and my manager came up to me one day and said, Matt, I need to go clean the restroom, which is not a, you know, outlandish request. It's pretty typical. So I walk in there and literally every surface of the public restroom was covered in poo. Oh, every surface, the I'd sink, puking, the dude. toilet, the walls, the handrails, the doorknob, I'd be, I'd be puking everything. And I walked back to my manager. I'm like, I'm not doing this. There's no way that you can make me do this. <laughs> He's like, it has to get done. It's it, like it, we can't not have a restroom. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. So he nope. opens the till and hands me $50. And I went and put 
some gloves on it. Some gloves on yeah. and, well, and a mask. And yeah, you get it done. Yeah. <laughs> if we're telling, if we're telling bad work stories, when I worked in the fitness industry, um, you get a lot of, uh, you're getting a lot of people taking shit, you know, protein powders and drinks right. and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've got, I imagine squats blowing. Oh mud. God, dude. <laughs> I've got three specific stories, four specific stories. <laughs> so the first story was, we had a lot of injuries, you know what I mean? Um, people hurting themselves or whatever. So, um, pooping this, their rectums. No, no, no. Yeah. So when this dude, um, <laughs> if you hurt yourself and like you're bleeding, you're supposed to stay still. So you don't track blood all through the place. Right. Right. So I was working at the front counter, blah, blah, blah. And I look back and there's a dude standing there holding his head like this, just covered in blood. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, where did you come from? And he's like, Oh, all the way upstairs on the complete other end of the gym. <laughs> so he was, he was using the, the machine improperly. And when he was coming, he was doing like, like somersaults, like he was holding his hands. If you're watching the video uh-huh. and he was doing like somersaults, like putting his legs through his arms. And when he came back around, he had tagged himself on the top and there's a screw there and the screw oh, had just, shit. just gutted him. So turns out he was actually in a painter scaffolding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in parkour at his gym. But, um, so there's that guy. The other story about the poo was I, okay. So we, <laughs> so why does the show always go here? I don't know I because know. it's great. But, um, <laughs> So my boss calls me in. This is a true story. I swear on everything. And um, he goes, all right, Jake. I'm like, what's up, man? And, and at the job I worked at, they, they tried to like stroke you into like thinking that you're, you know what I mean? Like, Thanks it was, for that visual. Well, that's what it was. <laughs> With your mother, she appreciates that too, I'm sure. Yeah. Sorry, that's a, that's a term in my current yeah, profession. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, you got you to stroke the guy. And um, so, you know, they'd always try to like pump you up. So this... So pump my, you up. Yeah. So my boss comes in at the time and he goes, hey, man, you know, I really need you to be a part of the team right now. And I really need oh, you to yeah. step oh, up. You, and you know when a sentence right starts yeah. that you way. You know what I mean? Like, Damn it. You know, Not again. This really help out if you could do this, you know, but you know, we got an issue in the bathroom. I'm like, uh, okay. This is just like, like I should start a blog, like gym stories, because I could still get people that work there and hear some stuff. <laughs> but I walk in there, man, and there's the... <laughs> The urinal, the urinal is like explosive diarrhea on the urinal. Like somebody, somebody couldn't make it to the toilet. So they had explosive diarrhea on the urinal. Right. So this was my reconstruction of the crime scene. Like I went all Batman in this bathroom and I was like, I was assembling this crime scene. Right. So I'm I'm looking at it and I see all the, the crap in the, in the, in the urinal and I'm like, okay. And then I look to my right. And there's a big pile of puke all over the wall. Right. And then I keep walking in. And there's more diarrhea and more puke in one of the stalls, right? Like in the toilet. So I'm like, all right, so here's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) No, here's here's something. I'm like, here's what happened. I'm like, this dude couldn't make it. So he blew mud in the urinal. (laughs) Then he looked at it. He gagged. looked at it, he gagged, and he turned around and puked. Yeah. And then he realized yeah. then he realized he still had more, so he went into the stall and got the rest out. So I had to clean all that up. Yeah. Okay, so then Man. that's the best nine bucks an hour you ever oh, made. Oh god, dude, yeah. horrible. Yep. Okay, so this is the last one. And what what time are we at? Because I think we might have to cut the show at this one. <laughs> Alright, we're we're basically at an hour almost. So um uh I come in and I, and a lot of times I worked the, the, the opening shift and we were open, um, 24 hours was, uh, how the, the hours at the gym was open. Um, 
and uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, by process of elimination. No, 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 there's quite a few 24-hour gyms out there. I'm not saying any type of gym name. There's quite a few 24-hour gyms out there. Um, but uh, I, I walk in. It's 5 a.m. I walk in, and there's two squad cars out there with the lights on. Nice. Right? Out in front of the gym. Okay. And I'm like, oh, shit. But you know, that that's just like, I pull up at five in the morning, son of a bitch. Like, well, this, so, this I, day. Yeah, so I walk in there, and the night guy's there, and the night guy just looks like flustered, like he's been through like a, just a nightmare. And this is the same guy who earlier, like two weeks before, he wouldn't let a homeless guy in there to go shower and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the homeless guy shit in a bag and threw it against the front of the glass of the window so he had to clean <laughs> of course he did <laughs> it sounds yeah. like I'm making these up but I'm not so so he had to go out and clean all this shit off of the window and then the guy came back periodically every couple hours and, just and would pee on the carpet oh or God. try to shit on the carpet so the whole night that he was cleaning up this dude's mess and he was just done with it right God. so <laughs> I walk in there and um, let me take a shower man yeah right <laughs> his name Daniel was his name. Now that I think about it, I, uh, I can say his name. This isn't incriminating or anything. So I walk in there and I'm like, damn, dude, like what the hell's going on? And like, he looked like he wanted to start crying and he just had this like <laughs> defeated look on his face. Right. Uh-huh. just like, <sighs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, so what's up? And he goes, all right. He goes at about three 30 in the morning, three o'clock, three 30 in the morning. He goes, um, he would just sit there and like play world of Warcraft all night. Cause you'd <laughs> only, be nice. you'd only get like five people that came in it right. from 11 PM to 5 AM. And then you should stand crystal meth probably exactly yeah. or something <laughs> or they're you know, Taylor, but you need to get a lift in. Hey you guys, what time is it? Need to get a lift in. <laughs> um, so, uh, so he'd just sit there and play on his computer all night and nobody give him shit for it because he, yeah, whatever, right. Your job's to scam people in. If yeah. people aren't coming in, then you, you, yeah, whatever. Have a good workout. So, um, so he goes, enjoy your workout. So a girl at about, he said three o'clock, three thirty in the morning, um, a girl comes running up she's in her bathing suit and she's, he said she had to be about 17, 16 or 17 at three in the morning. Yeah. But she was there with another girl that was about 19 or 20. Wow. And he said that they had worked out. Okay. Okay. They'd gotten there. They had worked out and they were just relaxing in the jacuzzi after their workout. Right. Mm -hmm. So he said that she comes running and dripping wet from the jacuzzi still in her, in her bikini. And she's like screaming and crying. And he's like, what the hell's going on? And she goes, there's a guy in the, in the, in the jacuzzi with us. That's, it's just, it's, it's not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with this. You need to go kick him out, blah, blah, blah. So he goes, okay. Left the 17 year old with him. Yeah. Yeah. No, the older girl, she she left the older girl with him and they were both out of the spa by the time he got there. He gets there, right? And the jets are on and there's a dude, older, middle-aged guy in this jacuzzi masturbating. Solid in this jacuzzi with these two young girls in here. Solid. So uh, Daniel, the guy that's closing is on his cell phone calling the police and he's, and he's like, dude, you know, you're on camera, right? Like we have multiple (laughs) cameras here. So it's not like you can lie and say that this isn't happening, you know, whatever. (laughs) So the guy goes, yeah, I know. I know you're calling the police and he's like, get out. And he's like, no. And he's like, you're going to get arrested. He's like, I know I'm going to get arrested. And he was like, okay. Good food in jail. No, yeah. no, no. Then you know what <laughs> Three he Three hots in a cot. Thir- no. Thursday's burrito night. No, then you, know what this, then you know what this dude says, dude? As he's on the phone with the police, he goes, hold on, I'm just about to finish. <laughs> so, he yeah. does his thing in the jacuzzi, gets out, no fight. 
gets out of the jacuzzi after he finishes, goes, gets dressed. Daniel's with him the whole time as the cops are on the way, right? God. Gets dressed calmly and goes and sits and waits by the front door for the cops to get there. And just was just gets you arrested. Can't, you leave. can't make this up. It's nope. beautiful. They had yeah. to drain the spa. Yeah. Yeah. It had to get like steam washed and power clean. We had to shut it down. It was dude, it was one of the craziest stories I've ever heard in my life. And he's like, Yeah, the guy just looked at looked at me. He like, let me finish first. I was like, Oh my god. Like, I'm like so we had to wait till management got there eight, and then I had to tell management the story and we had to turn over the security videos to the police. Oh and it was god, like man. dude, it was a it was one of the craziest experiences I had. But I mean, we had so much weird weird shit that would happen in the gym and i think it's because there's so much testosterone bumping and so much um stuff going on right. and just chest bumping and everything but i mean we had fights all the time yeah we that, had it's just a different world man i'm sure pretty normal pretty normal circumstances <laughs> fighting oh yeah dude yeah absolutely a lot of aggression guy looked at me wrong Ugh. it's like well dude i oh, didn't rack the weight the no, weight's right yeah no we Ugh. didn't you know i you know but that's this how guy it was. took my weight yes yeah, no seriously you joke but like <laughs> i wanted to squat and that guy got in my squat rack and it's like dude just chill out like let him work his two squats or whatever and then get in there right <laughs> people don't yeah. think like that man yeah. people just don't think like that anymore anyways uh so Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for uh, having me. If our listeners are awake by the time they're done, right. um, hopefully, you know, they learn something. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for being like the, one of the only supporters of the show. No, yeah, really though. We really appreciate it. It really we, means a lot. It, 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 you know, it means a lot too. Um, and I'm going to give a shout out actually to, to Michael Ray. Yeah. Because Michael Ray. He's a cool guy. Okay. He told us straight up that. We keep him from killing people on Wednesdays because he has something to listen to when he's stuck on 405 traffic. <laughs> so Is that really, some random guy? No, it, it kind of. You know? Survive guy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I was best friends with him, but I, I know him. Knew he him. he yeah. was an acquaintance. But he strongly supports the show. He listens to every episode and yep. he emails us whiskey ideas. And we can't afford them, but he emails us whiskey ideas. <laughs> and um, But, yo, no, shout out to him. See, all of you guys, let us know that stuff. Yeah. So if you listen to us and, and, and you like what you hear or, you know, Jake, shut up or Jake, you're a dick or Jake, you're so damn good looking. Like send us an email and let us know. We want to hear it. No. And um, so anyways, uh, so dad. Yes. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks um, for having I thought it was me. really interesting. I actually liked that. I learned a lot. And for some reason, when I think all of the quote unquote from what I've heard from listeners, not loud you know obnoxious whatever you want to call them boring podcasts are actually my favorite ones right so this will probably be one of my favorite ones so um, it was boring because it was super saying, boring yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no no i'm just messing around it was actually a great podcast i'm not saying that Sorry, no okay. it's actually a great yeah. podcast i'm not just <laughs> just messing around with you dude he's gonna go home and cry about it tonight and tell my, my mom i'm gonna my thumb i'm gonna get a text from my mom about it hey you really hurt your dad's feelings <laughs> yeah. so i don't want that to happen he's crying because i actually just curled I, up in the fetal position because i actually thought it was really good um but you guys um <laughs> audible.com slash whiskey babble um is offering our listeners like i said at the beginning you guys you get a free 30-day trial to listen to it to check it out um great audiobooks out there uh audible.com slash whiskey trial i mean whiskey babble audible trial Whoa, okay audible trial.com slash whiskey had a stroke when i was saying that it's that black powder yeah that's what that is man jeez dude this stuff tastes like it's brewed in a bathtub like i'm not a fan of it man <laughs> stirred with feet jasper jones over there mixing up some uh, that'd be good with coke probably 
Oh, Coca-Cola. I know. <laughs> Whoa. This podcast just went a way different direction. <laughs> Good with some Yale, bro. What? <laughs> um, so audibletrial.com slash whiskey babble go give them a listen um mamut jujitsu um spelt m-a-m-u-t-e-b-j-j uh dot com you can go check it out check out the schedule and everything uh get a free week trial if you mention whiskey babble uh facebook.com slash whiskey babble please share us uh we enjoy the likes but the shares are great too and um whiskeybabble.com go check out the gear um we got some great stuff on there i personally have the i got a shirt yeah well there's the there's the two brands right there's like the high end and there's like the no not anymore oh not anymore yeah now it's just all the same it's all the same yeah well it's a great product guys (laughs) it's high quality stuff away from that particular distributor we moved away from that distributor because of you know stuff yeah things um business youtube.com slash whiskey babble and uh at whiskey babble on twitter uh thanks again dad for being on the show we're happy to have you and thank you all for listening and uh matt do you have anything else to say nope Good night and may God bless. There you go, right? (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a great night. Thank you. Thanks.